Hello and welcome to another podcast brought to you by Life Community Church, Leamington Spa. Recorded at one of our Sunday morning services, we hope this message inspires, equips and encourages you to grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Thank you everybody. If you'd like to take your seats please. Thank you. If you didn't think we were cracked before, you will do now. Praise the Lord. <laughs> For people who think those who go to church are unusual, we are. We are, and I think we have um, shown that this morning. I am absolutely delighted to be, what's this? Ooh. <clears throat> I am absolutely delighted to be with you today. A great privilege to share on your journey and to be asked by your pastors to be with you. Thank you so much. Thank you for opening the doors for us. Thank you for allowing us to share on a Sunday morning preaching. It is, a, it, is a, it is a privilege to be allowed to speak into the church when you gather together on a Sunday. And we are aware of that and we want to thank you. <clears throat> I'm going to read to you today from the, the letter to Timothy. The Apostle Paul sent a letter to Timothy This was his second letter, and it is 2 Timothy chapter 2. I've called this, I don't usually title my, but I've called this a precious vessel, uh, a gold plate, and you'll see why in a moment. But 2 Timothy chapter 2. You then, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, And the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses and trust to reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. Am I, can't this move away, are you all right? Thank you. Join with me in suffering like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please his commanding officer. Similarly, anyone who competes as an athlete does not receive a victor's crown except by competing according to the rules. The hardworking farmer should be the first to receive a share of the crops. Reflect on what I am saying, for the Lord will give you insight into all of this. Remember Jesus Christ, raised from the dead, descended from David. This is my gospel for which I am suffering, even to the point of being chained like a criminal, but God's word is not chained. Therefore, endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they too may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Here is a trustworthy saying. If we died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we disown him, he will also disown us. If we're faithless, he remains faithful for he cannot disown himself. Keep reminding God's people of these things. Warn them against quarreling about words. It is of no value and only ruins those who listen. 
Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. Avoid godless chatter because those who indulge in it will become more and more ungodly. Their teaching will spread like gangrene and among those are Hymenius and Philetus who have departed from the faith by saying the resurrection has already taken place and they destroy the faith of some. The Lord knows who are, it, who are his and everyone who confesses the name of the Lord must turn away from wickedness. In a large house, in a large house, there are articles not only of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay. Some are for special purposes and some for common use. Those who cleanse themselves from the latter will be instruments for special purposes, made holy, useful to the master, and prepared to do any good work. Flee the evil desires of youth, Timothy, and pursue righteousness, pursue faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Don't have anything to do with foolish and stupid arguments, because you know they produce quarrels. And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but must be kind to everyone, able to teach, not resentful. Opponents must be gently instructed in the hope that God will grant them repentance, leading them to the knowledge of the truth and that they will come to their senses and escape from the trap of the devil who has taken them captive to do his will. As I was praying to be here this morning and asking the Lord in particular what he wanted me to bring, it was the verse 20. And I must confess, having read Timothy forever and a day, this has never leapt out to me before. In a large house, there are articles not only of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay. And some are for special purposes and some for common use. Those who cleanse themselves from the latter will be instruments for special purposes, made holy, useful to the master, and prepared to do any good work. In the message, it says about these verses, become the kind of container God can use to present any and every kind of gift to his guests for their blessing. Isn't that beautiful? So that you can become the kind of container God can use to present any and every kind of gift to his guests for their blessings. I don't know if any of you ever look at um, if there is a royal wedding, we've had one or two this last year, um, or if there is a state banquet, but you will find on the altar of a, state, of a royal wedding, on an altar you will find tables set out and there are massive gold plates. You will find pitchers, solid gold pitchers. You will find smaller plates and smaller, but they are all so beautiful and they are solid gold, 
presented at state affairs and royal weddings. They are on display both to honor, if it's a state dinner, to honor the visiting heads of state and to show our wealth and to show how wealthy we are and to show the substance of the queen as head of state and head of the church. But they are used to show the respect the queen has for the occasion and for that head of state. So those gold plates are used, and of course the banquets then are all out in solid gold. Mine are from Ikea, I don't know about you. <laughs> but, but the plate, the gold plate that is out is used by the queen to show her respect of that head of state. So it's not just to swank off, it is to show that she respects those who are coming in, the dinner that has been prepared for them, and the wedding shows that she has granted her authority for that wedding to take place, and that she is blessing that wedding with that gold plate and with her presence. Then, Phil and I, the other year, we went to, we had the great privilege of going to Russia. And I still can't believe we've been. I can't believe that we went to Moscow. I can't believe that we went to the Kremlin. And in the Kremlin is the Hermitage Museum. We also went to St. Petersburg. And in St. Petersburg, in the Winter Palace, there is a hermitage, a museum, showing off the history. But in the Kremlin hermitage, I have never seen on show such wealth. The, the, the wealth that had been presented to the nation over, it's obviously in history, if ever Russia flounders for money, all they need to do is sell off one museum's worth of money. My goodness, it was dripping in diamonds. It was dripping in solid gold, Fabergé, and, and others where, where perhaps the uh, head of state had come in and presented gifts. It was breathtaking. And that was on show. That was on show. But in palaces and in royal homes and in the background of state occasions, there are buckets, there are scrap bins, there are pig slop containers. If they had been used to serve at a state dinner, can you imagine the Ferrari? that how that person, that head of state, would have felt to be served by something so base as these. And so this verse I brought to you this morning, it is fitted within the context of false teaching, useless debate, and um, coming from a place where people believed that they were superior if they had an opinion, even if that opinion didn't fit in with the word of God. The Apostle Paul sent a letter to his dear colleague and son in the faith, Timothy. And he wanted him, he advised him, he helped him to keep 
to the truth, to refrain from fruitless debate and conversations, and not to get involved at all in teaching that would poison people's hearts and faith. And two people are mentioned in there. I'd like to be remembered for some good stuff, but Hymenius and Philetus are not remembered for that. But he spoke to, his son, he spoke to Paul, uh, to, to Timothy, sorry. And he said, Timothy, stick to the truth. Stick to the word of God. They were surrounded by people who would debate day after day. You read Colossians, Paul's letters to the Colossian church. You read uh, Paul's letter to the Galatian church, the churches in Galatia and Colossae. And you see there that false teachings had come in, but also surrounding that in the culture were those who spent their days debating anything. Anything, absolutely anything. And they, they I don't know how they felt at the end of the day, but they would debate absolutely anything and were superior in their belief of whatever that last debate was that they had the ability to debate. And he told Timothy, look Timothy, for your own sake, and you as a leader of the church, you must be careful to keep to the word of God. And not just keep to the word of God, but take what you have been taught and what you have been shown, and then entrust it to people who will then pass it on to others. So this morning, the word of God comes to you and the truth comes to you and touches your heart. You can remember that and you can pass that on in your living and in your speech. And he said to him, he said, you, ha- you need to do this as a leader of your church. You need to make sure you pass on sound, clear doctrine to the next set of faithful men and women who are coming up. And so Paul exhorted Timothy, Timothy, hear it, believe it, and put it into action, then preach it and teach it, and then trust good godly people with the word of God. Build firm, strong foundations into the church. In this verse that I've spoken about this morning, within a large house there are articles not only of gold and silver, God is calling his people to be vessels of honor, to be holy and usable, not tarnished with wrong teaching or tarnished and bashed out of shape because of fruitless debates or worse, becoming useless or base because we fall away from the truth. And when it dawns on us that we have come away from the truth and the Lord is there in his mercy and his grace, we don't actually turn and repent and accept the forgiveness that will make us golden, that will make us usable and holy. He said, if you will will cleanse yourself from the latter, then you will become useful again for special purpose. And so we'd 
we are called to turn away from that which is not in line with the truth of the word of God. And we are called to give our lives to the Lord and say, Lord, just buff me back up. Bring the shape back into my life. If on the altar at the royal wedding, you know, there were some ramshackle bits of, there could be gold, but if they'd been bashed out of shape, we'd all be going like, well, what on earth is happening? In fact, the queen would be saying, what on earth is happening? Because it reflects her and it reflects her respect of those who she is serving and who she is wanting to give gifts to. The Apostle Paul let Timothy know that that happening in the culture was happening in the church. Was happening in the churches. And he urged Timothy to call his people to turn away from a dishonorable life. To turn away from that which debases and to receive the forgiveness and restoration Christ offers, making them holy, golden, silvered vessels and containers that the Lord God could use. So think about your life here. That the Lord God could use to serve others gifts of faith and gifts of the gospel and gifts of divine truth on your life. Gifts that showed, just like our state occasions show, that the guest is worthy of the best. So this then goes away from us. We're called to be golden plates. We are called to be holy and shining for Christ. So that the Lord can use our lives and he serves up on our lives the gifts that he is asking you to share with somebody else. And he so honors them that he has chosen gold to present the gift. He is showing his respect by your life being shining and able to be used by Jesus to present what he has for the one who he wants to bless. Yeah. It takes away, doesn't it, of the I'm a gold plate. I'm a gilt plate. I'm the one who's on the altar because I'm looking good. No, the Lord says, no, actually, I want to show my respect of your guests, of your friends, of your family by serving up good stuff on your life. And I will buff your life if you'll let me by doing this. In this church, and this is what the Lord told me as I was getting this ready, in this church, Life Community Church, Lamington Spa, God is calling men and women to consider what kind of plate, container, dish, vessel you are. Because the Lord God has something so far and above where you are now in service, in ministry, in work, that as you present yourself to God, cleansed by his word, the truth, renewed in your mind, 
He joyously will shape your future to bring the Lord Jesus the greatest honor by what is served up by your life. If what I served, if what I preached this morning was a mishmash of what some teachers are saying online, and I had nothing that I was bringing from the truth of God myself, I would be a dishonorable vessel. I would have, first of all, shown lack of respect for my pastors who have invited me here, and I would show a lack of respect for you as the church in Leamington Spa, and I would show lack of respect completely for those who are hearing about Jesus, perhaps for the first time, or you're on the journey towards him. I would show complete lack of respect. If I shared this morning my own opinions, mixed with a dash of cultural tradition, my latest fad, I would be a pig slop container. Oh, no, don't say amen. I would be... (laughs) Mind your amens. I would be a pig slop container and that's not what Jesus wants. That's not what Jesus can have. That means that those of us here who perhaps are hearing some of this stuff for the first time or we are on that journey towards Jesus, all of a sudden something mars your journey. Because what I am presenting and what my life is showing is not golden. It is base. It is dishonorable. It is base. Man and woman of God, you are built by Almighty God to be a golden plate, to be a silver service, regal in holiness, shining and bringing God honor and glory, useful and ready. Useful and ready. The second book of Timothy, and we've just read it, chapter, uh, chapter 2, verse 14. The apostle says, Timothy, remind them of these things and charge them before God not to quarrel about words, which does no good but only ruins the hearers. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed rightly handling the word of truth. You know, every generation, every generation of church has its instances of false teachers, false doctrine, mixed with a hint of truth, and in some places, just plain heresy. So I've said to you, if you'll have a look in the book of Galatians, the letter to the Galatian churches, if you have a look in um, the letters to the church at Colossae, you will see there how false teaching was worming its way in. You will see how some false teachers were actually, because the church was either very, very immature or because they actually didn't know what on earth was going off, they actually were welcoming heretical teaching and false teachers into the church. And the Apostle Paul had some very straight things 
to say about it. Each generation, when in the 1980s, I can remember when into our churches, um, the prosperity gospel and the, um, yeah, the prosperity gospel reared its head. Some called it, name it and claim it. It came from the truth that we are changed in Christ and we prosper in our new life in Christ. The life of Christ in us will always lift us higher and greater than we've ever been before. And for some people, the prosperity is in that they are no longer in a lifestyle that takes all their money. And so that was the basis, perhaps, of where some people came from. But then it became about living in a certain way, saying certain phrases. And on the skirts of that, the heresy that the Lord God Almighty is our sugar daddy. And if I want it, he gives it to me because he should. It caused havoc. And it was designed to waylay good people to bash out of shape new believers, to pander to our base desires. And we as leaders, the leaders of the church had to see to this because people were deeply hurt. There were people some completely fixed in it. There were some people absolutely angry and furious. And before you knew it, you were dealing with stuff that had got into the church that could not go on and we had to go to the truth of the word of God and we had to help lovingly restore people who were hurt because of their involvement in it. Can I say this? The truth sets free. It does not enslave. For those of us who perhaps are on the journey towards Jesus and think, well, you know, all they're doing is being brainwashed. The truth of God for every single man and woman, boy and girl, is to set free and to set us free indeed. In fact, we are exhorted not to go back to the life that enslaves us and keeps us away from the truth and from freedom. So please do not think that this is just a teaching that is meant to enslave or grasp the word of God sets free and does not bind up and imprison. So he came to Timothy, he says, son, knuckle down, help yourself and your people. He said, help them. You, you know, live like what I'm going to tell you, live like this and you will find yourself close to the word of God. And first of all, he said in verse three, don't look for an easy life. Share in sufferings as a soldier of Christ. Soldiers, soldier. Can I ask, is anybody a soldier here today? Or in the reserve? Oh, oh, I've got, thank you. Soldiers, soldier. They don't get involved in civilian matters. You please your army leader. You soldier. You fight the good fight. You warfare for the lives of others. And nothing deflects. Think on this is the apostle now speaking into the church and into this leader. 
You do not bring your focus as a soldier away from your higher calling. At one time, deserters were shot and cowards were punished. Anything that put your fellow soldier at risk or leaving your country open to enemies brought severe circumstances down on that soldier. The Apostle Paul said, soldier, be a soldier. Keep focused. Keep to the word of God. Verse five, he said, look, athletes, they must run by the rules or they forfeit the prize. The same bolt, and I've got this from Wikipedia, a <laughs> same bolt is considered to be the greatest sprinter of all time. But he could have spent his entire life running fast, and if his gift had not been committed to the rules of athletics, set courses, digital timing, 400 meters, four times 100 meter relays, 100 meters, 200 meters, he would have just been a fast Jamaican young man. Think about it. I mean, you're saying now, hang on, I've got that wrong, haven't I? You're saying Bolt, now, because he trained, because he was disciplined, because he submitted to the rules of athletics, his gift was recognized. The prizes were his, and his influence is now firmly set in the next generation. Think about it, Church of the Living God. Be like the, be like the soldier. Be like the athletic, by the athlete. And a farmer, can't get much different, can you, in description, is hardworking. He puts in the groundwork. He gets up early to see to his flock. And when it's time, there is actually a harvest that is collected and he lives off it and he has something to pass on to others. You'll notice in all these examples, the soldier, the athlete, and the farmer, they put in the hours. They toil when no one sees them, when no one is praising them, when the weather is rubbish, when everyone else is still in bed. They are working hard. And we are called to do our work and labor knowing we are servants of the Most High God. Colossians 3.28 says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for, your Lord, for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. Passionate, committed, disciplined, and this life is not without its rewards. If I am going to keep to the word of God, if I am going to keep to the truth, if I am going to be focused like a soldier, if I am going to fight the good fight, 
If I am going to keep to the rules like athletics and discipline my heart, mind, and spirit into what the Lord has for me. If I am going to put in the groundwork, if I am going to plant the seed, if I am going to do the work of God, then the Lord is calling me to do it with passion and, and discipline and commitment to him and there will be a reward. There are choices you and I make with the life of Christ in us. We are called to a different lifestyle. One that reflects the holiness of our Redeemer and that reflection is pure gold. We're back to the gold plate. That reflection is pure gold. Guilt, the, the silver gilt, polished and usable. But that isn't for our glory in any way. It's so the Lord can choose you to show honour. Show honour to whom he asks you to serve. It's so when you serve him by sharing the gospel, when you show kindness, when you serve in your ministry, it is backed by your commitment to Jesus, your dedication reflected in hard work and study of the word of God. It's the time and the effort when no one sees and out of your golden silver gilt vessel shines the incredible gifts of Christ. I want you to stand with me. The Lord Jesus says that in a large house there are silver and gold vessels with special purpose. But there are also base and wooden vessels. If you will cleanse yourself of the latter, if you will start to focus, if you will get the word of God in you, if you will allow the life of Christ to move powerfully in you and you shall, the Lord will take your golden life and he will serve up his power on your life. That's the choice today. I don't want to be a base vessel. I don't want to be a vessel that faffs about with, well, it's in my opinion or in their opinion or I keep to the word of God and the truth will set free. Right where you are, just take a moment where you are. I believe that as God's word goes out, Definitely there are those who God is saying it's time to let me make your life golden. It is time for me to let the power, my power shine in and through your life and out of your life. I will show that person how much I love them because I am serving up on solid gold plate of your life. Lord Jesus, I ask that your grace and power will help us to stand up to the mark. 
I am going to ask and it's nobody else's business. If there are those of you this morning and you know, Mary, that's me. I have got to get before God. I have got to get before the word, his word. And I want to be gold plates. I don't want to be base. If that's you, just let me see, please. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, darlings. Thank you. Put your hands down, please. Thank you. Father, you have heard our hearts. You know who has responded. Our family have responded today. May we remember who we are. Focused soldiers. Athletes running by the rules. Lord Jesus, farmers putting in the work. And Lord, as you use our lives to honour those who we serve, I pray that your kingdom will be extended in this place and that, Lord God, lives will be radically changed because we are determined to stay solid gold. Amen. Amen. We hope that you enjoyed this message. For many more resources and for more information, visit our website at www.life-cc.org.